whether we're talking about business, wellness, travel, or relationships. I've always thought age is just a number. Welcome to Ageless with me, Cynthia Raleigh, and my daughter, Kit Keenan. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Ageless. So it is just Kit and Cynthia on today's episode. We had major technical difficulties, <laughs> but we are here and we are very happy to be chatting with you guys, just the two of us this week. We have some stuff that we've just been talking about over the past few days. Um, It's definitely been coming up for me a lot in my life. And we wanted to touch on the subject of faking it until you make it. Make it till you make it. And, uh, you know, I think when people hear that, a lot of times they have almost like a visceral reaction. Like, I I don't want to fake it until I make it. I want to. Nobody wants to be a faker. Yeah, no one wants to be a faker. Everyone wants to. Like, I just, even when you brought it up and you said, said we should do a, a, an episode about fake it till you make it. I was like, I don't like that message. Right. Yeah, it sounds it totally. It sounds like a bad idea. But I think when you think about just getting started with new things, there's always a phase where you have to fake it a little bit. You can't enter any new experience being an expert. And so in the beginning of things, whether it be in career and relationships and friendships, you have to fake it a little bit and you have to oversell almost a bit in the beginning. So I think it's, I think it's an important concept to talk about because I've definitely been faking it a a little bit in my life recently. And maybe it's just like this post-grad period. But in all honesty, I think anytime you're entering a new chapter in your life um, and there should always be new chapters, new things you're trying, like you're going to have to fake it a little. Well, I just think it's like, you know, who has that much confidence that they go into a situation like, I got this and, you know, I'm a hundred percent, you know, knowledgeable and, 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 and I know everything I need to know. Nobody, nobody goes in like that. You go in with like, Oh shit. I don't know. I'm scared. You know, if you're not scared, I always say this, if you're not a little bit scared, then, you know, why bother? Why do it? You should be a little bit scared. And then what I guess what goes hand in hand with that is like that um, kind of scary fake it till you make it. But sometimes I think that you need to mask the the scared feelings a little bit and kind of jump right in. And that's where the fake it till you make it attitude comes in, because if you're just scared and timid, sometimes that will you know, put people off or make it seem like you truly don't know what you're doing. When, if you have a little bit more gusto, then 
I think it, it can get you further. If you act a little bit like that right? Gusto? 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 I don't know. <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> Gusto is definitely the, the right thing to say. But if you have a little bit of BDE, if you will, coming into a situation, um, sometimes that can get you get you a little bit further. So I wanted to talk about that a bit. And I guess just ask you right off the bat, I'm sure there's been many situations in your career and in your life um, where you had to fake it a little bit to get to where you are now. So if you can think of any. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? I'm, a, you know, from a from a small town in the Midwest, like you want to be a fashion designer. What? Like that doesn't, you know, I had no knowledge, no background, no, you know, I had no, nothing to, uh, you know, no foundation for anything. So yeah, coming to New York or even before I came to New York, you know, I, I mean, the story about me, getting started was I, a woman came up to me on a train in Chicago. I was on my way to school on the subway. And this woman came up and said, you know what? I love your jacket. That's amazing. Here's my business card. Come to my office. I'm a buyer for like a fancy store in Chicago. And so I sewed all weekend. It was a Friday. I sewed all weekend. I went to her office on Monday with my quote collection, which was five things that I had made that weekend. And, you know, the first I was showing her things. And the first thing she said was, Oh, what's the style number on that one? And I sort of panicked and then said one confidently one. Oh, what's the style number on that two? You know, it was like that moment where you're like, okay, I can either fall apart and, you know, like run out of here or I can just kind of make something up and see if it works, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, you and know. And also for people who don't know what a style number is, usually a style number for a garment is like a long number with a bunch of letters and numbers. Mixed <laughs> yeah. In. Exactly. So saying one and two is just not industry standard. And she probably knew right away that you had no clue what you were talking about, but you came in with confidence and you were like, this is my work. I'm so proud to show you it. And that's amazing. You know, that's how you get yeah. to the stage. I mean, you have to, you know, like kind of like that think, think on your feet attitude and like, okay. I can either recoil or I can just, I think a lot of it is like, are you willing to possibly just, you know, put it all out there and be completely humiliated? Mm-hmm. Are you willing to be humiliated is the, is the question. And also like you came in there knowing that you had the work to back it up. And I think, you know, when you say fake it, when you say fake it till you make it, it's not like you're just like going into, you know, the Olympic games and 
like never having trained in your life and just being like, oh yeah, I can sprint the 100 against all these people who have been training their whole lives. No, you have to have the background, but you also on top of, you know, the work that you know you can back it up with, you also, you have to have a little bit of the talk. A lot of people say, you know, you, if you chutzpah, walk the walk, that's the word, chutzpah. Chutzpah, yes, exactly. <laughs> that's the word. A lot of people say like, though, you know, if you walk the walk, you don't have to talk the talk as much or no. um, less John, more claw, all of <laughs> yes. those things. Yes, 100%, you need to have the work and the passion behind the work as well. But you also, you need to be like, you need to be able to talk yourself up a little. And well, you I, I think being in any creative business, it's storytelling, mm-hmm. you know, it's hype, it's storytelling. I think it's the same in the art world. Like you're, you're making a piece and if you can't talk about it, if you can't like, you know, buck up and, you know, tell your story. I, I think it's like now it's really hard to, to separate uh, creativity from the creator, mm-hmm. you know? So I think pe- to be truly authentic, I think people want to hear it right from the creator. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that probably goes for every, every aspect, every business, every you know, whether you're in finance or whether you're in, you know, whether you're a sports figure, it's like people want to hear your story. And I'm not saying like, make it up or don't fake it, you know, but it's having the confidence to be able to get out there and, and, and represent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of it does come back to confidence. And when we had Serena SFK on the podcast, she was talking about how she created this alter ego SFK Serena fucking Kerrigan, because that was her way to create a persona that was kind of outside herself that was just like that person was super confident and now she is sfk and she is super confident but sometimes you need to have a little bit of like you need to go outside yourself to find that talk that's projecting the person or the story you want to tell the person you want to be the story you want to tell projecting it out there and then almost like believing your own hype is that exactly right at the end of the day this episode is about being your own hype man and you need to have that in order to succeed I think especially now because if you know, two people walk into, into a room with the same work and one of them can talk the game of their work and sell their work. Unfortunately, in this day and age, we are all brands. We have, we all have our own self brand. 
So whether or not you're on social media, like a LinkedIn profile is then your brand. So whatever world you're in, that self-branding like has to come in in a digital world. And part of having a strong self-brand is knowing how to talk yourself up a little bit and sell yourself a little bit. Um, I also, let, let me just say, I don't necessarily believe that you should exaggerate, you know, like I, we have friends that, you know, you ask them a question, how's business? Amazing. It's out of control. I can't even, you know, whatever. And you kind of know that maybe that, maybe it's true. Maybe it's not true, but like, I don't think that it's about exaggerating, but I do think it's like project projecting, like I said, but I think to believe in yourself, you kind of have to tell the story that you want to grow into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's people, it's, it's like the secret. It's like manifestation. Yeah. But- yeah, it's about <laughs> like in that room when you were with, you know, this woman who is about to buy your collection. It's like you were manifesting this situation that this woman from this fancy department store was going to buy your line. And then you would be able to grow that, you know, into what you have today. But at the time, you kind of had to be like, oh, I belong here. At the end of the day, it is about finding a sense of belonging. And I think I was listening to another podcast recently and they were discussing, um, they were discussing the, the concept of imposter syndrome and how this is a concept that's kind of, it's used because yes, we do all feel uncomfortable in, in new situations, but I think it's also because it just exists within our culture now, it has now become something that like people latch onto and it kind of becomes them. And at the end of the day, if you can go in there and have positive self-talk, you're able to combat the fallacy that is imposter syndrome in a way like uh, the way that we're talking about like fake it fake it till you make it fake fake automatically sends like a negative connotation Mm -hmm. imposter sends a negative connotation but I have to say like when I came to New York when I first started and you know I was completely clueless Mm-hmm. And so I had to create, I was creating what I thought a New York designer would be, or a New York cool kid would be. And I would go out at night and try to get into places. And I was so not cool at all, but mm-hmm. I would just like, you know, I would watch people go up to the front of the the rope up to the bouncer be like you know I know so and so and after a while I started to do stuff like that and then you I think I mean that isn't that how 
everyone does it. Isn't that how? Any no, because if you don't, life, if you don't have the self talk, you just like go for it. You- if you don't have the self talk, you're standing in line outside the club, and that's why you need the fake it till you make it mentality. If you have that mentality, you go up to the bouncer and you act like you belong in that club because even you if do. you're scared shitless, <laughs> even if you're scared shitless, you go up and you say, my name's on the list. Yeah. And that, that applies to business that applies to social settings, like that mentality and that self-talk needs to be taught. And right now, I'm a hundred percent working on that because, and I've talked a little bit about this on Instagram, but I do, I don't thrive in social situations. I definitely have a bit of social anxiety and I'm an introvert. So I've had to work on over the past few months. I say, I'm like trying to become an extrovert. And I know it's more of like a internal thing, And my identity at heart will always be an introvert, but I'm working on that self-talk so that when I'm in social situations, I know, you know, I, I'm cool enough to be here. I'm pretty enough to be here. I'm skilled enough to be here. I am interesting enough to be smart enough to be here, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And a lot of that, for me, it has really helped to take my myself out of myself a little bit. Um, and I was talking to my best friend the other day. She has a um, <laughs> she has an alter ego called PR Ruby. And in those moments, she decides that she is basically Samantha Jones from Sex in the City, and she will be basically a PR person. Um, And so she chats the chat. She goes up to, you know, the manager, the bouncer, she says her piece. And I swear when she is PR Ruby, she can get anything in the world that she wants um, because she knows how to appeal to people. And so I said, Oh, I, I think I need an alter ego too. So that when I feel doubt, especially for me, it really is a lot of times in social situations, I need to have an alter ego so that I can revert to that person. They, they're more confident than me and then eventually become that person. And so for me, we created Instagram kit, which princess Princess (laughs) kit is another one, but Instagram kit is my alter ego in those situations because I think a lot of times when I tell people I'm an introvert, they're so surprised by that because I'm so front and center online and on my Instagram, like filming my day face to the camera, you know, like talking like I'm, I love being the center of attention. And then sometimes in social situations, I'm like, you know, I love being the center of attention, but I don't have as much chat. I'm not as good at the banter. And so that kind of like makes me a little bit insecure and makes me kind of want to leave social situations and makes me think that people are looking at me and that I'm weird and whatever. Um, And then it's kind of like a spiral 
welcome to social anxiety. But having this alter ego of Instagram kit, I know like I, I can kind of be her in the headspace of her as in I want to be the center of attention. I can talk to everybody. People are responding to me. People like me, et cetera. Um, and then I can become that person when I feel scared in myself as Kit in social situations. Um, and I think that's like a really helpful strategy for me. And it it leads into the the fake it till you make it attitude because right now I'm like faking as if I'm an extrovert to eventually become more comfortable in those settings. I think that's a good strategy. Mm-hmm. I I th- I almost think it's like a, a muscle memory where you you have to you almost should set yourself up for uncomfortable situations that you're going to go into and you're going to say okay I'm going to figure I'm going to figure this out like I mean like I've gone to some unusual Wall Street events or I've gone to you know even in the beginning fashion events were like scary you know they were really scary and you would go in and and I I would just say to myself like okay this is survival of the fittest you know I'm gonna go in you know you make deals with yourself like okay I'm gonna go in I'm gonna meet three people and then I can leave or I'm going to go in, I'm going to geographically circumvent the room, spiral in towards the middle and then out. I think going into an uncomfortable situation is, is good. It, it forces you to, you know, what we're saying is fake it till you make it. But really what it is, is find your confidence, find your storytelling, find your your self-awareness in Mm -hmm. that place really at the end of the day it's like about experimenting with almost like trying on all the different people that you can be and going back to the solo episode that I did about post-grad and like feeling really defeated and lost this time, guys, I and I got so many girls DMing me after that being like, dude, I feel this so hard. Your early 20s are just like so uncomfortable. But guess what? It doesn't get that much easier. That's I'm what I'm telling you. That's the whole thing. But it can get it gets easier if you just if you get lazy and you don't care. But it doesn't get easier if you keep experimenting like you you were about to say and putting yourself out there into like new newness new mm-hmm. situations and new um experiences that you know make you a little bit uncomfortable but that's what life is i don't know yeah but i just think like for this this period of time in my life It's like, literally, most of the time, you're probably going to feel like you're faking it a little bit. And what I'm saying with this episode is like, that's okay. Because right now, I, 
am completely lost. I feel like I have a lot of interests in different places and it's confusing, but I can also look at that as I have so many options in front of me and I have so many things to try out because I have two parents that are super passionate about their jobs and I don't want to look back on my early 20s and be like, ooh, I, you know, I thought I wanted to be in fashion, but now I'm like, oh, maybe I want to do art or maybe I want to be in the culinary world or whatever. And you can always change that stuff later, but it's like right now it's such a ripe time for experimentation. And a lot of that is going to probably feel like I'm faking it a little bit um, because I'm not an expert yet in any of the categories that I might want to like build a long-term career in. And so. Yeah. But what I'm saying is you're never going to be an expert. Who's an expert. You're definitely an expert. Oh, no, 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 no way. Not at all. I'm always, I feel I'm still like experimenting, learning, like still insecure and not knowing what's happening. Like, no, you can't, nobody ever feels like that. Wait, so we're just going to be faking it forever? Yes. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that amazing? Yeah. That's a great, that is a great feeling I think yeah I guess I mean for me, you're always I like you're always like on the edge of something you, you're always feeling like you're you're the anticipation of something new yeah you're right I mean for me I wanted to make this episode because I'm honestly having a lot of fun faking it right now I am having a lot of fun pretending to be a bit of a party girl, a bit of an outgoing personality that I'm not as much. And I'm really like finding that there is a side to me that is very outgoing and is very extroverted. Um, And sometimes I just have to bring her out. Instagram kid is coming out. But um, (laughs) I, I do think that like, that's that's a good way to leave it is that you might always feel like you're faking it a little bit, um, sometimes more than others. And obviously you'll have more experiences under your belt, especially like when it comes to career and stuff as you get older. But maybe it's okay to feel like you're faking it because at the end of the day, that just means like you're trying new things, you're continuing to to grow and like learn about yourself. I think a lot of faking until you make it is like working is self-work really. It's really about like looking within yourself and being like, I want to be this person. And so I'm going to project to the world that this is who I am. And then eventually you you're working towards becoming that person I just think there's words in our vocabulary that don't that have a bad connotation when actually fake is okay yeah well I guess in this episode we just wanted to give you guys a little bit of food for thought and help you reframe fake it till you make it a little bit it's definitely helped 
me so much recently, just in my journey to become an extrovert and in my social life for sure. And clearly it's been helpful to you in your career and also just like moving to New York and not having a clue about what a (laughs) New York designer was. And then eventually now you're at the top of the game and you are one, but you know, I think that feeling like I'm faking it, still feeling like you're faking it sometimes, but that's okay. Because at the end of the day, when, when faking it means positive self-talk and becoming the most confident version of yourself, it's exactly worth it. It's worth it. It's manifesting your, your higher self at the end of the day. It's just a different way to say it. So I hope you guys enjoyed this and we'll see you in our next episode. All right. So I'm so happy that you guys got to listen to our stories today. As always, you can follow us on social media and keep up with our work and our crazy adventures. Then you can follow us on Instagram at Cynthia Rowley and at Kit Keenan. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 